Hello, beautiful people. I hope all is well. I hope all is well. Welcome back to another episode of The Single Season. This episode, we have an amazing guest, Mr. Let Go, who's going to be sharing with us some of the issues that women are facing on the dating scene. Make sure that you stay through the end so that I can offer some free resources to my single ladies and gentlemen who really are looking for the partner that they deserve. So I am so elated to announce the amazing guest that we have today, which is Mr. Let Go. Mr. Let Go, please introduce yourself. What's up, y'all? This is Mr. Legault, and some people know me as Aaron. I am an attachment-style coach, overall emotional attachments. There's four emotional attachments. And I help women and men also to let go of those dysfunctional emotional attachments that most likely is mainly the thing that is in the way mm -hmm. of their romantic relationships. Okay, so Mr. Lego, let's start with what is an emotional attachment? I've heard the terminology. I'm a layman. I don't know. What is it all about? Well, there are four emotional attachments. There are um, secure. There is... It's a lot of different ways to say it, but I'm just going to say the, the layman's terms because mm -hmm. a lot of people may say it's four or five or whatever. But it's a secure attachment mm -hmm. that is you have an understanding that people around me love me and want me around them, okay. right? There's a feeling that other people mess with me, mm -hmm. right? And then there's the other side. So there's a... a uh, it's, it's two sides of each one of these attachment styles, right? So the secure attachment is positive other and positive self. Mm -hmm. So the positive self is overall, I know within me that other people rock with me and I'm worthy of love. Okay. And that's the key, worthy of love, right? Mm -hmm. And then the other side is the positive other, which is other people see me as trustworthy for them, Okay. Right. Then the second one is the anxious attachment style is the main issue with a lot of women from what I've studied, okay. right? The anxious attachment style is... It's just saying. Because a lot of women are going to be like, ooh, that's me, right? <laughs> the anxious attachment style mm -hmm. is positive other, negative self, mm -hmm. which means... I don't think I'm worthy of love, but other people are worthy of love. But why in the world would they want to pick me out of all people, mm. right? So it puts women in a position where they have abandonment issues. They'll leave a relationship before uh, the man didn't even do anything, but she'll turn around and, and you know, self-sabotage relationship because... Deep down, she has a negative self. She doesn't think she's worthy of love. So no matter what the man is doing for her, to her, or with her, mm -hmm. at some point, she's going to be like, I don't know what this is, but for whatever reason, he's going to leave me. He's going to abandon me, just like the rest of these men, just like my mom, just like my dad, and just like Whoever. somebody that hurt me. Yes. He's going to hurt me the same way, mm -hmm. right? And that puts her in a position where she can't necessarily cultivate good relationships because in the back of her mind, she doesn't believe in her own worthiness mm -hmm. of love, right? If I could just interrupt you for a second. You uh -huh. said that a lot of women would identify with this. The anxious. The yeah. anxious attachment style. Now, 
it sounds like to me that that might be the truth, that that might be what's really happening, but are they aware that that's what they're experiencing? Do Are people aware that they are, quote-unquote, or they feel like they're not worthy? Do they know Absolutely this? Absolutely not. Okay. See, this is, uh, and I want to go to the other attachment styles, too, mm-hmm. but a lot of women are stuck in a conundrum where they feel like, I'm a good woman, so why wouldn't a man want to be with me? Mm-hmm. What's wrong with these men? I'm a good woman. They want to be with this whole, or this this type of woman over here, or whatever, but what about me? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm worthy of love, right? What, what, what is wrong with them? Yes. And at the same time, they feel unworthy of love. Mm. And it's a conundrum that they 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 have an issue with. It's yes. kind of a, a dichotomy. Yes. So the next attachment style is what a lot of men are. And men and women can be these attachment styles. The next one is avoidant attachment style. Mm-hmm. That is positive self, negative other. Okay. And that is the type of person that feels like, I'm smarter than everybody, which can be women also. Mm-hmm. You know, I know everything. And all these other people are stupid. All these other people are narcissists. All these other people are misogynists. All these other people are unworthy of me because I am better than everybody else, Got right? It. So in a lot of cases, the avoidant attachment style would get with a woman as, an, as a man, right? And feel like she's unworthy of him, mm-hmm. Right. So he'll date her, and things are going great, and at some point, he'll end up pulling away because he doesn't want to lose his own freedom or, like, uh, autonomy just as this amazing person because he'll look at her as she's weighing me down. Okay. You know? Like, the word settle down is usually... Uh, a thought process where it's like settling as in bad, right? Yes, yes, yes. You know yes. what I'm saying? So a man is like, yeah, I don't, I don't really want to settle down. So a lot of men are avoiding attachment style. And a, avoiding attachment style would get with an anxious attachment style and have this back and forth situation that actually feels good to both of them. Mm-hmm. Do you know why, though? Why? Because it actually confirms their own existence as being that attachment style. Understood. The anxious attachment style, the guy's going after her, right? And she's like, oh, my God, this feels good. And then the avoiding attachment style at some point will start avoiding when she starts feeling him back. Right. And he starts pulling away. And she's like, why don't you want me? Right. And she's like, ooh, I knew it. Yes. This is conf- confirmation that I'm unworthy of love. Yes. So he starts ar- she starts arguing with him about how unworthy she is of love to get him to what? Talk her out of it. Right. Yo, I, I do want you. Mm-hmm. We'll act like it. So it ends up being a, a toxic cycle. Yes. And then he goes back. Mm-hmm. And then at some point he goes, you know, and then di- it, it becomes this dysfunctional cycle. And then the last one is the disorganized attachment style. Mm-hmm. That means you have a negative way of looking at yourself. And, and you have a negative way of looking at other people. Understood. And that's when people get in abusive relationships. Understood. The dude Understood. be fighting the woman, the woman be fighting the dude, and <laughs> they can't get away from each other. Understood. Yeah. So a lot of what you mentioned seems like it roots from childhood. So can you All share with us how childhood trauma negatively impacts the dating experience for women? Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, I didn't come up with these attachment styles. A man named Balby, you can look that up, who, who actually... Uh, uh, did experiences, uh, experiments with babies, mm-hmm. right? So a mother would bring a baby into a room, give the baby all kinds of toys, and she'll walk out of the room, right? And the child, depending on what type of attachment style they already have after 
uh, a certain amount of experience with the mom, the child would either act a fool because mom left or not care that mom left mm -hmm. and would use the toys as a coping mechanism for her mother or his mother leaving mm -hmm. because you're like, I'm sick of my mom leaving. I'm going to utilize this coping mechanism, which is the toys, yeah. to make me feel worthy of somebody being around me. Mm -hmm. And a lot of women, sadly, use toys as children. Mm. Amanda, she, she has an understanding, or in her mind, she has an understanding that none of these men are going to uh, stay. All these men just want sex. But if I have a baby by that man, now I have somebody that will stay in the room with me instead of leaving and coming and mm -hmm. leaving and coming because right. this baby is always going to be here for me. Mm -hmm. So as a child, it's the toy. But as an, a grown woman, sadly, sometimes it's a baby. Mm -hmm. Understood. Understood. Now, how does this manifest for men then? What does it look like? What are the childhood traumas that are associated with men that cause dating more, to be more difficult than what it needs to be? That's the reason why I say most men are avoiding attachment styles, even though women can be avoiding, avoiding attachment styles also, because we get to a point where, like, a lot of us didn't have our dads around, right? Mm -hmm. So in a lot of cases, the person that looked like us is the person that abandoned us mm -hmm. or never was around. Mm -hmm. See, women have the person that look like them walking around the house every day. Right. We, so we start off at an early age with a feeling of, I don't care, because the person that looks like us walked out the door. Mm -hmm. The person that don't look like, like, like us stayed. Yes. So we have a bond with our mother, right? Our mother had a, had a, has a bond with us, but a person that looks like us it's gone. Mm -hmm. So we're just like, me against the world, Tupac. <laughs> understood, <laughs> understood. So we talked about in dating what this looks like for both men and women. Mm -hmm. Now, for those who do decide to jump the broom and get married but still have these dysfunctional attachment styles, how does that manifest in marriage for women? Let's start with the women. You're going to start acting like Jada Pinkett. What does that mean? So... um, as an example, I read Jada Pinkett's book, and we'll have to go down this rabbit hole if you don't want to, but overall, her father uh, was the first person to just pull away from her, right? And he literally said to her in her face, I can't be your daddy. I'm hooked on heroin. Like, I, I, I can't do this, right? Mm -hmm. So he left, right? So a lot of women, just like men, their dad left, mm -hmm. right? So since the person that doesn't look like them left. They have an anxious attachment style instead of the avoidant. Yeah. They ain't like, I don't care, whatever, right? They have a feeling of unworthiness. See, we don't have this unworthiness feeling. I know. We have this Men are bold. They, they feel like they deserve the world. Bs ain't S. Right. M-O-B. You know, all these different words. Like, man, I don't care about these. You know, I'm going to get this money and forget, forget these females. Mm -hmm. You feel me? Mm-hmm. But with women, they feel unworthy, just like Jada did. Her, she literally was going to um, uh, uh, title her book "Unloved," and she literally said in the beginning of her book, she literally said she felt unworthy. Mm -hmm. And the book is called "Worthy," yeah, <laughs> because she felt unworthy. Yes, you know, it was a positive uh, connotation instead of a negative connotation. Mm -hmm. So the, her whole book was about feeling unworthy because her dad left, and then her mom actually uh, got with another dude. 
and they got married. He says he wants to be her father and does all the fatherly things. He leaves. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, Tupac dies, and she feels like, because when a woman feels unworthy, even if somebody dies, you feel like they died, and it's because of you. Mm -hmm. She literally feels like she has something to do with him him dying. Mm -hmm. One she she feel like she didn't hold him back from the street. Right, she didn't save him. She, she didn't just, save him. Exactly. You know, that savior complex or whatever. So it's like every time somebody abandons you as a woman, it's always your fault. Mm -hmm. So now you feel even more unworthy. Mm -hmm. So how does that manifest in the marriage? In a marriage, if it ever makes it that way, because right. a lot of women self-sabotage relationships. But in a marriage, she can literally start giving her all with this hope that he never leaves, even after he puts a ring on her finger, in the back of her mind, she still feels unworthy. So she cooks, cleans, does all this other stuff, right? And the guy, usually with the uh, anxious attachment style, she gets with an avoidant attachment style. So the avoidant husband just comes home, thinks that's all he has to do in the household, doesn't take care of the kids, doesn't isn't uh, emotionally... Uh, uh, aware of what she needs, isn't emotionally uh, available to her needs, mm -hmm. and he just sits down and looks at ESPN and plays with his phone while she gives her all, right? Because that's what a lot of women want to do and say, I gave my all in a relationship, right? But the problem is, with an anxious attachment style, she never gives her all to herself, mm -hmm. which is therapy, which is going to the gym, because you have a baby, like you had a, had a, had a baby, right? Sure did. And congratulations to you. And you look amazing. Thank you. Because you got back in the gym, right? Absolutely. That's what I'm saying. I hired a coach. There you go. You Did hired a coach because you love yourself. Yes. See, so the thing about it is a woman that truly feels worthy of love, a woman that truly feels like she loves herself is going to pour into herself mm -hmm. because we men pour into ourselves. Mm -hmm. We don't run around pouring into women unless you're, you know, uh, a screwed up person like, you know... <laughs> Will Smith. No, men pour. Will Smith. Healthy men pour into their wives and their relationships. Mm -hmm. You're saying that men generally don't, even ones who have healthy attachment styles who are happy in their marriage, they still don't pour into their relationship, pour into their wives? Well, if you have a dysfunctional attachment style, you're not going, you're going to do everything dysfunctional. Okay. You know, and somebody actually said in uh, one of my comments when I talked about, uh, because I believe it's, it's four different relationships that people have to pay attention to. Um, and and we'll, we can get in that later, but it's your relationship with God, your relationship with yourself, your relationship with your childhood trauma and your parents and your perception of everything, and then your relationship with another person, mm -hmm. you know, a ro romantic relationship. So the romantic relationship comes forth, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? So overall, um, Will Smith was the anxious attachment style, and Jada Pinkett was actually avoiding attachment style, just mm -hmm. as an example. Understood. And people with those attachment styles, they, they're never going to be happy with it themselves because they're always looking at the other person to either, like, make me happy or why don't you love me? Got it. Understood. So let's get on to the mistakes that women are making okay. on the dating scene, right? Mm -hmm. Is there a number one biggest mistake that we're making? Yes. Um, and it goes back to what I said. Feeling like the man isn't going to stick around. In my opinion, because I'm not a woman, so it's an opinion. Mm -hmm. In my opinion, I don't think women feel like the man that she's dating is going to 
stick around. Mm -hmm. She doesn't feel like the man that she's dating is going to marry her. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the reason why so many women want a man to take her out to the to the to the best restaurant, buy her something, do something extravagant for her because in the back of her mind or have a baby with him because in the back of her mind she feels like and I'm not a woman. I'm just looking at from what I've seen. It seems like she feels like this ain't going to last anyway. I know he's going to leave. He's going to cheat. He's going to do this. So let me get the best or the most out of this at the earliest I can. Mm -hmm. And then when things fall apart, I won't be so mad. So I disagree. And I'm going to tell you why. Okay. I think that, especially the women we see on social media, first of all, a lot of those videos that go viral are not a fair representation of women. But nonetheless... That's the attitude. That those are things that we're seeing. So we're mm -hmm. gonna rock, we're gonna rock with that. I think that these women are so demanding of this great experience. They want trips. They want high end restaurants. Not because they think let me squeeze whatever I can get out of a guy in this moment because he'll leave anyway. I think it has more to do with um, I want him to prove that he really likes me, that he's really into me. Because once I give up the cookie. It's over, right? Now my, my numbers are adding up. Now there's the body count. And so if I'm going to risk my body, right? If I risk am going to... If I'm going to risk my body, if I'm going to be spending time that y'all say that we don't have, right? Our value decreases as we get older. We're not as beautiful. Our titties ain't sitting up like how it used to be, right? So if we're not as valuable as we get older, we have to be very particular, or we should be, very particular about who we date. So before I even extend myself to you in my time that's so limited, you have to prove to me that you're really into me. And the way that those women are perceiving proving it is by spending money. Can I cuss? I, I think so. That's some bullshit. All right. First of all, um, let, let, let's get a little uh, biological here. Mm -hmm. This is a neurological side, biological side, right? So it's not, I'm not a woman, right? So I'm looking at how the human brain operates. Women in particular, their brains are wired a little bit differently than men, right? And because of that, they ain't thinking about no later on nothing. Mm -hmm. They're not thinking about their body count when they're in the moment. Mm -hmm. They don't care. They just care about the moment. Mm -hmm. So literally everything you said, even as a man and you're a woman, I have to disagree with from a biological, and then you got to look at from a social side also. Women want to show off when they have it, mm -hmm. right? Imagine, People want to show off. Dude, men, men got the cars, men got the watches, men got the chains. People like to show off when I, they got yeah, it. Yeah, I was just about to say okay. that. We'll, not me, but a dude will rent a, car, rent a car for Turo and ride all over the city yeah. and take advantage of every opportunity he has in that Lamborghini before he takes it back. Yes. That has nothing to do with, well, let me drive around the city because, I, no, I just want to show off. So going back to what I just said, which is it could be right or wrong because I'm not a woman, she wants to get everything out of this opportunity that she thinks is going to end soon just like the guy who has to take the Lamborghini back because he only rented it for two days mm -hmm. as he possibly can and as she possibly can okay well. it ain't got nothing to do with no marriage she just know this dude is either going to get annoyed by her mm -hmm. and leave or either he's going to find a better woman and leave or he's going to be trash and a bad person mm -hmm. and she's going to leave 
Okay, we'll we'll agree to disagree. Okay, she gotta go. She gotta go to work. Like we girl, said, agree to disagree. That means wrap up the point, Mister Let okay, Go. Okay, okay, okay. All right. So now, mistake number two. Uh huh. Tell us another mistake that women are making in the dating process, or those who are interested in dating. That is simple. L women listening to other women and other people, but women listening to other women. I'll I'll say this on any platform anywhere. The biggest enemy to black women is other black women. Not no men, not no white people, other black women. Women listen to homegirls, leave relationships. Limit, limit, women listen to homegirls and leave a marriage. Mm -hmm. Women listen to other women is the craziest thing in the world. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. Women, to a certain degree, are irrational when it comes to romance. You need to listen to your daddy or a, a male figure that you trust. And the other side of women listening to random people, all these random people on social media talking about what you should do, what you shouldn't do. Mm-hmm. Social media. Okay, so social I'm, on, media. I'm on social media. You're on social media. Mm -hmm. So who should they be listening to then? I don't believe in the word should mm -hmm. because that is a part of my, like, uh, just way of thinking. I look at things from an uh, uh, ideology of Taoism, mm -hmm. and Taoism is, is about simply seeing things for what they are not what they should be. Mm -hmm. So just as an example, uh, I don't think you should do anything. Mm -hmm. It's up to you, you know? And I'm not going to judge you for whatever decision you made because you have your childhood trauma and you have your way of looking at the world and I can't get mad at you for doing what you're doing mm -hmm. versus what I would do because then I would be living in a land of should. Too many th people live in a land of should. Okay, well... Tony Gaskins went viral recently. Mm -hmm. um, I believe that he's a, a certified coach, whatever that might mean. Mm -hmm. But nonetheless, he went viral recently because he was saying that there are too many folks who are unqualified in our space um, who are sharing their advice or their pointers. Let's take a look at the clip. We live in a society where we have out of shape personal trainers. We have broke financial advisors. We have single matchmakers. We have single relationship coaches. Mm. There was a season I sat down. I stopped talking about love and relationships because it was so many crooks, so many snake oil salesmen. Guys are literally hosting events with thousands of people having a conversation with unqualified people on the stage. And then we have single relationship coaches. They're being brought on shows with 50 million listeners. Mm to give relationship advice and they've never been married. You have to be married or have been married to be able to tell somebody how to make a relationship work. What are your thoughts about qualified versus under, uh, un, not qualified? What are your thoughts about folks online like me and you mm -hmm. who are sharing advice or pointers? So I've said this before um, on my YouTube channel and my Facebook channel, Mr. Let Go on Facebook, Mr. Let Go on YouTube, that... I can understand his sentiment, but he or I or you, we're not gatekeepers to anything, mm -hmm. right? So the main reason why I disagree, which I understand, but I disagree, is because of what I actually do. Mm -hmm. I specifically say this all the time. I don't give a damn about if a woman finds a man. I don't give a damn about if a man finds a woman because that's our problems. You know, I talk about attachment, right? 
We spend so much time trying to attach ourselves to other people in order to run away from our own childhood trauma and family problems. Mm-hmm. That, that, that young girl who was 15 years old got with that 22-year-old man. Why? Because her household was in so much disarray mm-hmm. where, or so, you know, it was trauma, it was abuse. Yeah. Or they were broke in poverty. Mm-hmm. And all she wanted to do was have a form of, of escapism and get with that 22-year-old man who had a car, who had some money, who could take her shopping. Mm-hmm. That had nothing to do with love. That's escapism. Mm-hmm. So a lot of us as adults, we have a problem with escapism. Mm-hmm. So we get with another person in order to escape whatever's going on in either our past or our present life. Mm-hmm. So I disagree with him because a relationship is not just about romance. I look at relationships in four particular parts. Your relationship with God, your relationship with yourself, which is your attachment styles, you know, how you view the world. The third thing is your relationship with your past, your relationship with your childhood trauma, your relationship with your parents. Mm-hmm. A lot of people still hold resentment toward their daddy leaving. A lot of people hold resentment toward their mother staying and their dad not taking them with them. Mm-hmm. I'll say that again. A lot of people have resentment towards their mother for staying and their dad not taking them with the dad because they left the mom because they knew that their mom was crazy. Mm-hmm. But now the dad left the, the 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 child with the crazy person instead of saving them from their mother. Mr. Let Go, I'm asking you about certified, I get it, qualified people online. Yeah. What are your thoughts? We we kind of going off on a tangent now. No, I'm not. Okay. It's all about escapism. Mm-hmm. So what I'm saying is. When you look at relationships, the last thing we need to be worrying about is romantic relationships. Mm -hmm. So overall, when you look at relationships as a whole, it's bigger than romance. So a married man Mm -hmm. has no bearing on relationship advice because relationships are with your brother, your sister, your coworkers, your supervisor, your mom, your friends. Mm Everybody, mm-hmm. the sa- same sex, the opposite sex, everything. Mm-hmm. With yourself. Right. So a married man has nothing to do with none of that stuff. Mm-hmm. And that's my point. Okay, I understand. So what I would say is that I've actually made a very similar point mm-hmm. to what he said. Okay. Which is, when I'm looking to hire someone, emphasis on hire, I'm mm-hmm. looking for someone who has far exceeded whatever I'm hiring them for. I started my business, you have your business, Mm -hmm. right? We work in the industry. If I hired a business coach, which I did, she is a multi-millionaire because that's where I would like to be. I'm not hiring someone who hasn't achieved or exceeded beyond what I want to achieve. Mm -hmm. I don't think that that's unreasonable. And I would like that person to not only be trained formally, if that's a certification, a licensure, whatever that looks like, as well as have the experience. I don't think that that's outrageous. I think what is unreasonable in his argument is that I'd like to think that these people who are at a show realize it's a show, it's entertainment. If they're listening to a pod, they recognize it's a show, it's entertainment. Mm -hmm. And so anyone who's reasonable understands that they should be entertained as well as learn something, but it should not end there. Anyone who's reasonable 
who is really looking for support, who's really looking for an answer, does not anticipate that they're going to get it on a pod or they're going to get it at a live show. They should know and understand, do their research, find a professional who is certified or licensed in the field and has the experience. So I, I understand from a logical perspective, and I agree with him from a logical perspective. If it were me, I'm just talking about me, I want the best of both worlds. I want someone who has the education as well as the life experience. I agree with that. I agree with that. But like I said, because I think this is something that I just want to hammer into people's minds that relationships are so much bigger than the man you're dating or the woman you're dating. Yes. Is the relationships you have with your 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 dad that left, your mother that that did whatever she did, mm -hmm. or she did the best she could, but you grew up in poverty. Mm -hmm. You know, it, those are the relationships that actually build us up. Because the thing about it is, mm -hmm. and a lot of people may not know this, and a lot of people may not agree with this, but we, as, as children, we had a certain type of life, right? Life experiences, right? When we grow up, we subconsciously look to relive our childhood with other adults. Mm. So, like, for example, with me, I was 13 when I started uh, selling drugs and all this other stuff, right? I had a little crew of young boys. One of the things that were going on, because to me, being outside selling drugs was a form of escapism for me. Mm -hmm. Why? Because, one, we were in poverty, and, two, my mom was getting... Uh, uh, her ass beat by different dudes, right? And when I was six, I was like, when I get older, I'm going to be able to protect my mom, mm -hmm. right? So once I got on the streets, once I had a little crew, I was like, I now have the ability to protect my mom. Mm -hmm. So the next man that actually came in our house uh, abusing my mom, I, I, I beat his ass. Mm -hmm. Well, me and my homeboys beat him up. <laughs> Not me, because I'm a 13-year-old, right? Right, uh-huh. We, we beat him up. Mm -hmm. Then the next dude who came over, who didn't even do nothing, but he was an ex that actually beat on my mom. Mm -hmm. We beat him up too. Mm -hmm. Right? So my mom called the police on me after I beat up the second dude. Mm -hmm. Why did she do that? That's between her and herself because mm -hmm. that's how she felt. Mm -hmm. She called the police on her son but never called the police on these men that beat on my, her. her mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. I felt a certain kind of way, but that's not the point. My point of saying all this is when I came back home, at, she, she called the police on me. I said, this is what's going to happen. This is my house now. I'm going to run this. Can't no man come over here without speaking to me as a 13-year-old boy mm -hmm. because my job is to protect you from yourself. Mm -hmm. Because thus far, you have not done a good job protecting yourself mm -hmm. or me. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to pay the bills. We was in a project, so the rent was only $35 a month. <laughs> I could pay $35 a month as being a young drug dealer. I'm mm -hmm. finna pay the bills, and I'm finna run this household like a well-oiled machine. And if you got a problem with that, I'll just move out. Mm -hmm. As a 13-year-old, I had some little chicks that was a little older that was on Section 8 because, you know, as a single mom, you know, you, you can move out and get a Section 8 apartment at a young age if you got a child, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? So I was like... And then if that happens, you're going to lose your Section 8 and your rent is going to go from $35 a month to $350 to $400 a month and you're going to have to go to get a job. Mm -hmm. So which is it going to be? My mom said, okay, we'll give it a try. So I, as a child, my childhood was 
I ran my household like a well-oiled machine. I protected my mom, and I, I had a barrier of protection around our house from 13, 14, as I got older, right? Mm -hmm. So now, as an adult, I live my whole life that same way. I want a woman that is okay with me, you know, having a certain amount of authority over her, not telling her what to do, but knowing that, yo, you're going to have a, a, a barrier of protection around us, and I'm willing to die for you, and I'm going to protect you, and, you know, financially, emotionally, and physically, Yes, you know? Because that's how I grew up. Mm -hmm. So a lot of men, they were babied. So they go out in this world and go get with a woman that would baby him because his mother babied her. Mm -hmm. So that's the thing. is so many nuances to these relationships that whether a man is married, whether a man is not married, whether a person is a therapist. You ever heard of that crazy therapist that run around shaking her ass everywhere? <laughs> you, you want her to give you some relationship advice? Mm -hmm. She's nuts. Mm -hmm. So it's not about... What you're doing, what you did, it just is, is all about, can this person give me some information mm -hmm. that I can learn from? Understood. A homeless person can give us uh, relationship advice. That'll be valuable. And That'll useful. be valuable. Yeah. He lost his family because he, he, he had a gambling addiction. Mm -hmm. Young man, stay in school. Don't go gambling. Don't smoke weed because it's a gateway drug to da-da-da-da. Next thing you know, you're going to be like, oh, wow. I didn't even know just smoking weed would have me this and that. Mm -hmm. Damn, I didn't know playing the numbers would have me doing this and doing that. Understood. I'm not going to do none of that because this old homeless guy warned me. So with all of this being said, I think it's important that our audience takes away a couple of important things. And one of those things is learning how to work through your attachment style and to change it to a healthy one. So, Mr. Let Go, how can we do that work and what do you have to offer the audience today? Well, the number one thing I have to offer is a dating card game called Deeper Discussions. And what this actually does, it puts you in a position, because there's a lot of people who are in a certain kind of way, afraid to ask the tough questions yes. on dates. They're afraid to ask the tough questions to their kids. They're afraid to ask the tough questions to people in their family, mm -hmm. right? I have a dating car game that is not just a dating car game because it actually helps people understand their actual childhood issues and their family problems. Because in my opinion, the biggest reason why people can't stay together is because of family issues. Mm -hmm. In my Deeper Discussions card game, you can just simply play with another person, whether it's a family member, co-worker, or somebody that you're dating, and their family issues are going to come out. And now you'll easily be able to say, wow, I really can understand where that person is coming from through how they grew up. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing that's, that nobody wants to talk about. Understood, understood. And so how can we get the cards? Uh, go to deeperdiscussions.com or either follow me on any of my platforms because I'm always talking about my card game, which is Mr. Let Go on YouTube, M-R-L-E-T-G-O on YouTube, Mr. Let Go on Facebook, M-R-L-E-T-G-O on Facebook, or I am underscore Mr. Let Go, M-R-L-E-T-G-O on Instagram, and all of my links are in my bio. Well, we want to thank Mr. Let Go for being one of my favorite people in the dating space and blessing us for being a guest on the show. Wait, why, why, why am I your favorite? Oh, Mr. Let Go. I, I, I don't know if I can articulate it. I think it has to do with 
how straightforward you are. And even if we disagree, you always remain respectful and you are really legitimately trying to help. Whether or not mm. we believe that your help is the help that we need, but you are legitimately trying yeah. to help the community. So I, you really are one of my favorite people in the space. Oh, thank you. I you're appreciate welcome. That. You're welcome. So again, thank you so much to Mr. Lego for being on the show. And if you're interested in working with me, you can go to alignwithallison.com and book your 15-minute consultation. Have a good one.